Well, before we pray, if you're visiting us for the first time, on behalf of San Ramon Valley Bible Church, we'd like to welcome you. And uh, just a little side note, I know all the kids have been practicing real hard, and uh, what would Christmas be without celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ through music with choirs? So let's open up in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you that we live in a place where we can freely gather together and celebrate his birth and to praise him and thank him for his love and his grace and his mercy that he has on us. Like we heard this morning, God was in the beginning and he came down to this earth in the form of a baby and he went to the cross and died there for our sins. And he was raised on the third day. And he's coming back for us again. Thank God for his love. And now we just pray as the choirs sing. We pray that you'll be with them as they remember their, their tunes, their words. We pray for the little children that you'll help them be calm. And we look forward to a, a, a great musical presentation. Lord, we love you, and we ask these things in your name. Amen.
happy holidays but jesus is the reason we sing and celebrate Christmas is music and family in town. Christmas is Snoopy and Charlie Brown. It's anticipating that snow's gonna fall and praying for some place to park at the mall. It's mom going crazy cause the turkey got burned. It's saying thanks for some gift you'll return. Christmas is caroling kids at your door. It's paper and ribbon all over the floor.
and somehow becomes alive it moves she knows that her baby has arrived she's so scared but she's so blessed she lays down her fear for the whole at her breast for she knows one million chains could never hold back this moment in time. One thousand dreams could never dream what this moment truly means. Heaven and earth, they cradle the infinite joy born on this night, for it only takes one child to forever change the world. He stands beside her. He'd share her pain if he only knew how. He whispers, I love you. As he gently
One child has changed our world. One child has changed our history. One child can change your eternity. He was just one child, but oh, what a child he was. Though he looked ordinary, like one of us, he was actually God himself in the flesh. Prophets had called him Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He would be hailed in his life as the Savior of the world, Redeemer of all, Rock of our salvation, and the precious Lamb of God. This one small child would bring healing to the broken, hope to the hopeless, and salvation to all who would receive him. One small child gave us the season to celebrate, the reason to rejoice, and the reason to bow down in solemn worship and thanksgiving. He became our ultimate sacrifice, so that through him we could be saved from our sins and gain eternal life. Truly, our lives are forever changed, all because of that one small child.
Many people from all around the globe come home for Christmas. They travel the land, the air, and the seas to see their loved ones on this special season of Christmas. There are also those who have forsaken the Lord and have gone away to many far distances from his love and his care for them. They wander away from God into many dangerous paths and trod their feet into forbidden places. They have roamed and deserted their relationship with God. They wasted many precious years and experienced many bitter tears. They have strayed from their Savior, who once was their ultimate joy. Their soul has experienced spiritual sickness, and their hearts have become laden with soreness and guilt. But the voice of Jesus beckons them from within their hearts, and he pleads for them to come home and not linger anymore. He begs them to turn around and come back to his loving arms and receive his mercy, love, and pardon. So if there is anyone here today during this Christmas season who has been away from his Savior, please heed his voice and come back home.
Oh, hear me? Okay. Thank you, choir. I enjoyed the little kids. Did you enjoy them? <laughs> and the youth choir. Thank you. And the adult choir. And this, this song, Come Home. Come home to Jesus. Come home to Christmas. I've affected my heart tonight this afternoon. I know we don't have much time, but as we heard read singing, uh, reading, it says many families. In fact, airlines are booked ahead of time. People are planning to host families and friends. People travel so many distances to go home and meet with families and friends. Isn't that beautiful to see families enjoying Christmas? There is no, there is no religion that offers a living Christ whereby people can go all the way, travel thousands of miles to celebrate the day of Christmas. Only the Christian religion offers something substantial. We offer the only, the only God, a living God, Jesus Christ, the only one. Let's worship him today. Let's give him all the glory. These little ones, they were singing about the joy of Christmas. They brought tears to my eyes. Though some of them don't know except toys and Christmas and so on. But as they grow up, they will appreciate that the greatest gift that mankind has ever received is the gift of heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ. I was reading in preparation for this morning, which I'm going to make it so abbreviated. I don't want to keep you more than Normal, I want to borrow a few minutes of your time. I hope you'd give it to me. Uh, I was reading what the angels, what the angels said to the shepherds in uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. And they said this, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for the people all the people for today in the city of David, Bethlehem, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You know, from that point onward, a new day began. History has changed. That's why we refer before Christ and after Christ. The only person who split history into two is Jesus Christ. And thank God for this person. And a new prophecy began also, fulfilled. And it says, as it says in Isaiah 
many, many years before. And it says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, the people who walk in darkness, that's the world, will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. May the Lord shine with his face upon this land. We're going through very dark days nowadays. The world is going through very dark days. The world cannot find even a compromise. The world is bankrupt. Christ is being ridiculed. Christianity is being persecuted. And life is getting difficult, especially for Christians, true Christians who want to live for the Lord Jesus Christ. It's getting difficult. Darkness is all over. But for true Christians, I tell you, the light is shining upon them. And that's why today we celebrate Christmas, because we have a living Christ. His shine is upon us. His light is shining upon us, because he said, I am the light of the world. And he is the true light, and no one else can say these words at all or live them. Annie Johnson Flint expressed Christmas in these little words. She wrote, "'Twas not the angel's message that gave the Christmas thought, nor yet the gold and incense which the wise men had brought. T'was not the angel's message that gave the Christmas thought. Remember that. It was not the star that led them upon the unknown way. It was the birth of Jesus that makes Christmas Day. It's not as Mike Puzon mentioned during his uh, devotion this morning. It's not the lights. It's not the sails. It's not uh, the uh, people rushing. It's not the gifts. The world is, is rushing and running nowadays to get this. It's not that. It's Jesus Christ that makes Christmas. Let's keep this in mind. Let's keep this. If you ask me, who is the greatest person of all time? Who is the greatest teacher of all time? Who is the greatest leader of all time? Who lived the only perfect life ever lived? My answer will be to these questions, Jesus Christ. No other religion can say that. Do you know that? No other religion can say that. With all the respect to all people, we have a Savior and no one else have a Savior. No one can make this proclamation. We say, we have a Savior, except the Christian world, the Christian men and women in this world. The born-again believers, they can say, we have a Savior. Because he saves his people from their sins. No one could liberate humanity except the Lord Jesus Christ. 
We were sinking in our sins until Jesus came. And Jesus, again, we celebrate him. He came into this world about 2,000 years ago. Let me tell you this. He was born in a lowly town, Nazareth. No one respected Nazareth. But he had one goal in his life. To seek, the Bible says, and save those who are lost. I was lost. Mike mentioned that this morning. He said, I was lost until I found Jesus Christ. And let me tell you this. Regardless of the event, this event that may, many people call it event, holiday. I don't call it a holiday. Remember that. I'm against that. It's Christmas because Jesus was born and we celebrate his birth. Period. And many people approach Christmas. Many are depressed. Many are hopeless. Many are lonely. Many have tears. Their hearts are broken. And they look at the lights. They look at, okay, let's have a, let's have a good time. We have two, three weeks to so have a good time. But the two, three weeks will be gone. And what about the good time? The good time is gone. But one thing remains, if you have Jesus in your heart, one thing remains is your salvation through Jesus Christ, our Lord. He came to his own. He came to his own town, Bethlehem. He came to his own temple, the best temple that was ever built, the temple of Solomon. He came to his own people. He came to this world. And what happened? The world knew him not. We don't want you. Let me ask you a question. If Jesus comes now to our world, what do you think the response will be? Let me help you. We don't want you. Do we see it in our society today? Do you see it in our schools today? Do you see it in our government today? Do you see it in the world today? We don't want Christ. We want liberty. And how full is the world? They think liberty can be found away from Christ. You know what? Away from Christ, there is slavery and depression and defeat. In Christ, there is liberty and there's joy and there's life forevermore. This is the meaning of Christmas. He knowingly, voluntarily, compassionately came to the poor of this world, to the rebels like us, to the rude refusals of those who needed him, and he was rejected. He came right into our world to live our life, to share our lot, to feel our woe, to show us the love of God, to bear our sins, and make atonement once and for all for your sins and mine. Oh, what a blessed 
words when the angel announced a savior. A savior for needy sinners. And to you, born a savior. And to me, born a savior. Is that good news? Is that good news? And that's what Christmas is all about. A savior to save us from sin. As we heard in the last song that choked me. Come home. Have you been away from this savior? Have you been struggling in this world? Have you been away, lost, not knowing what to do? And you look for every event in life says, maybe this event will bring me joy. I tell you one thing, not even Christmas is going to bring you joy unless the joy of Christ is in your heart. That's the only news I can give you. And if you're here attending Christmas because, oh, well, there is a celebration. Yes, we celebrate. Yes, we rejoice. But we rejoice from a heart that's thankful that Jesus Christ came to this world to save sinners like me. And he's calling you home today. He's calling you home this afternoon like the prodigal son of old. You know what he said when he left and nothing could bring him joy. He was bankrupt. He was far gone, depressed. Even, even the pigs ate better than him. Homeless, moneyless. And then when he remembered his father, when he remembered home, when he remembered the beautiful place he left for this world, he said, I shall rise and go back home. And when he came back home, what happened? He found the real joy, the real love. He found his father waiting for him. If you've been away from God, if you've been away from Christ, and it's time to come home during this Christmas. And I beg you, don't leave this place before you take the Christ of Christmas as your personal savior. Say, I'm coming home. As I heard the choir saying, I have wandered far away from you, my Lord and Savior. I come back to you. I take you as my Savior. I bow my head and the knees and said, God, save my soul. Let's bow our heads for prayers. <coughs> If you're one of those who are really disappointed, depressed, sad, not knowing what to do, and looking for Christmas to give you joy, don't look for the celebration. Look for Jesus who came into this world, born in a manger, coming to save you and to save me. And pray this prayer, Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner. Forgive me from my sins. Wash me with your blood. You died on the cross for my sins. 
take my life, change it so I can rejoice and have a very Merry Christmas in my life. That's the only prayer you need to pray. And you leave this place a new person, a new person. Let's pray. Father, we are thankful for the opportunity to present Jesus Christ as the Savior, the joy of the world, the one who left home and knows very well when people leave home and come back repentant. We pray that you touch our hearts today, and we still have a few days before Christmas. Help us to take advantage of your coming through Jesus Christ and take you as Savior to our lives. Bless each and every one. Bless our guests. Bless the choirs. Bless the programs. And bless those who are not here with us today, ill or for any other reason. Visit them. Comfort them. And bless them. As for us, please dismiss us with your blessings. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. The meeting is over. Thank you for coming. Have a very Merry Christmas.